Okay, so um, first of all, we've got to apologize for something. Actually, I take There's that no back. There's no we. There's no we. This is my fault. Hi, guys. It it's is a your week fault. Late. A, I'm yeah. sorry. No, we're not. Yeah, yeah. We we are a week late. We uh, didn't mean to take a break. Um, no, no. This was all on me. I had to not, work. We're not even coming back on Thursday. We're gonna have to come back on Friday. Oh, are we? Cool. You have to upload the video because I have another obligation this Friday that I won't be able to upload it then. Can't you just like throw it into... Well, you have to get me the audio in time then. Well, you, yeah, I probably will. You could just just schedule it for a premiere and then you don't have to worry yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm leaving Friday morning, so I, I hopefully will have time to do that. Mm. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, this is all my fault. So yeah. I had to... Last week, because you see... For longtime listeners, and by that I probably mean just Smelvin, uh, we had in the first season of this podcast, we recorded everything three months in advance and then yeah, did it and months. then released it. And that was great. We should do that again, but we don't it'll make re-record. it'll make the episodes a lot less topical though, because we're recording this episode. We we recorded obviously we recorded we batch recorded series one. Um, because I didn't want to just record one episode, uh, upload it, and then not do any of the others. So doing all of the uh, Series 1 episodes at once sort of gave me the motivation to keep going. Okay. And I, I yeah. think that's – and now we can like – because now now we record the episodes two to three days in advance to when they come out. Yeah, so or we less have a sometimes. Yeah, or less. Um, this episode is not coming out. Um this episode will be coming out on the 25th of February, which is uh, not normally a Thursday. It's a Friday. Uh, we will be back to our normal Thursday schedule with the next episode, unless Joe decides to uh, turn around and say no again. Okay, listen. So let me just explain what happened. Um, oh, do tell, Mr. Joe. So my work is a very small team of which I am like a full third of it. And on the day that we were supposed to record, or maybe the day at before, we had to replace our transformer that gets mains electricity. And that meant at, on the same day that we were doing a major install of some stuff. And so I spent 16 hours in the coldest day of the month. It was nine degrees fahrenheit that was the high well i mean i don't know fahrenheit uh, and, so it's probably like okay so 32 to five. So thir- i was gonna say 32 degrees is zero celsius so subtract a lot from that anyways uh then i and so i spent 16 hours in the dark in this building carrying heavy boxes around for this install that we because we wanted to minimize downtime because if we had the power out anyways, we could do everything we wanted to do. And that I, I seriously, I was there from like 7 AM to like 8 PM, maybe more. It was almost 10. It's almost 10. I, and then I, I went home and I died and then I went in a little bit and did it again. And then generally one of us, we don't really record on Fridays or the weekend because I like having my weekends free and Emerson sometimes has stuff going on. And that we was good. We should record on weekends more often. Well, no, I was... because I, 
I like having because the problem is that if you I can't record on a weekend, at least record on a Monday because then I actually I have. I try. I try to do that. The I asked Joe if we can record on a Monday. Sometimes he can't. The day, more often than not, the day we, we will record is the Tuesday, which is two days before the episode comes out. Ordinarily, um, editing a... All I want to say is thank goodness our episodes are shorter now. I'm, I'm really enjoying the shorter episodes. They're easier to work with, and they tend to perform better overall. I'm, I'm There's doing a point my which I'll come back to that in a second. Short. But yeah. But no, the issue is that I wanted to record it um, this week, which on the Monday, which would have been the 21st of February. But the problem is that this weekend I was in Miami, Florida for my brother's bachelor party. And I'm a very, very boring person. The way that my brother. No, no, no. Let me rephrase this. When my brother suggested bachelor party, he said that he wanted to go go karting because my brother lives in Miami. And he wanted to go go karting and do a couple of other things like that. And he is this your really older brother or your younger? You're the second, second oldest, right? I am the third oldest. Okay. There's four of us. This okay. is the second oldest one. He's getting married in April. Nice. Uh, and so I'm going back down there. But for the bachelor party, we were going to um, go out. And sorry and to interrupt, did, but I just yeah. thought I'm I'm not. I'm not I'm not married. I'm not even in a relationship yet. But um I would have thought that stag do's or hen do's, which is what we call bachelor and bachelorette parties in this country, stag being men, hen being women. Yeah. Um I thought those would have happened like the weekend before the wedding. He's a doctor. He's oh. a doctor. He doesn't have time off. This is when he had time off. Okay. Fair, fair and, enough. I, I was just wondering. So, no, no, no. It's also, our family's very non-traditional. For mm. my oldest brother, when he got married, he barely had a bachelor party. Mm. He didn't do anything of that sort. So, Joe, Also, Joe's brother, congratulations on your wedding. I will forward those congratulations to him. Mm. And, his, and I, don't know if he'll, I don't know if he'll want his uh, name out in public. Oh, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not putting his name out unless he... Unless I run it by him first, he doesn't even know I do this podcast. All right, um, but, uh, but anyway, I'll offer. Yeah, I'll, I'll, if if he does uh, give his consent, I will offer a personal congratulations. Yeah. on the podcast episode closer to the time. But yeah, until then, Joe's brother, congratulations on your engagement, and I hope you have a lovely uh, wedding. We we hope so too. But uh, the the end result was that I expected something that was much more chill and instead we actually had a full stag do complete with multiple bar crawls which let me also say this i'm a very i'm not normally considered boring i'm very boring in that if i go out to drink a lot is like two beers in a night maybe three and so he drank from like and he's not. He he parties hard and from like 10 in the morning until like 3 or 4 at night was him drinking. And so I was sober by my own accord and so that made it really something that I was going through. And then we went till like 4 in the morning all three nights. On Sunday we flew home. The plane was late. We didn't get home until 4 in the morning. And so I died 
and then I went to work for a little bit. Were you and resurrected I, or something? Because I'm talking Yeah, to let's you. let's go with that. It felt like I was dead and then I worked a half day at work and then I died again and then yesterday we were supposed to and I was watching the episode and I could barely spell my notes and then I fell asleep in front of the television and woke up with Emerson because we were supposed to record on Tuesday and I was watching the episode right before I uh, was going to record this and Emerson was messaging me like, are you ready? I'm like, man, I fell asleep. No, no, I'm not. And so here we are today. I mean... I, the thing, people might look at me and think, why do I care so much about something that I, because we don't make any money from this yet. We would love some sponsors. If, if you're a small business and you want us to promote your product, please hit us up. But we don't make any money from this. This is purely a hobby. This is purely a passion project of mine. I'm not sure about, I just sort of dragged Joe along for the ride, but. I enjoy doing this. Well, I'm glad because you are by contract forced to be my co-host for the next three years sure i'm just kidding there's no contract yeah i know i was gonna say like sure i didn't sign anything that's not but whatever let's keep going um also i sh- i want to say a big thank you not to you joe because you fucked up but because um in the in last in either the Last episode or episode before last, I mentioned how our viewing figures were dwindling a bit. Uh, I want to retract that comment because on the 12th of February, we received our biggest, uh, our most individual listens in one day. There was a huge boom in listens and I showed it to Joe and I was so excited. We got, um, I hate you, Siri. Um, Siri came up. Are you still there? Yes. Oh, okay. also, I'm sorry. I'm, that, I'm not have... done. I'm not done yet. Oh. I'm not done yet because this is very important. Sorry, my rhythm broke because, uh, you know who came up. Um, but we received the biggest individual boom in viewers on the 12th of February. We got 52 individual plays in one day. And for our podcast, that is amazing. Like yeah. the, the record before that. Um, I, I think the record was actually broken twice in about two days. It went from like I, I don't want to I don't want to waste time and pull up the exact numbers, but it went from like the record the previous record before it was broken in a couple of days was like twenty nine in December, and then it was broken to like thirty um, on like the tenth or the eleventh of February, and then. It might have been broken again, but it was certainly broken one more time to 52 on the 12th. And yeah, that made me really excited. We also received in the seven day, that's in the seven day period, um, we received uh, our first triple figure listening numbers as well, which made me very happy oh, great. For, for the for seven day period. And actually on that subject, we actually did get our... Uh, 18th youtube subscriber this week someone subscribed i was so shocked because i normally just get like oh we also got a spam email about sponsorship i was going to mention it to you someone someone was it a scam well okay subject line offer xiaomi 
with an email that ends in .cz from the Czech Republic. Good afternoon. In near future, we plan to release a new line of laptops and smartphones and want to start cooperation with YouTube bloggers. Our team is planning to step a step, step into the future, and we have chosen your channel to participate in an advertising campaign for our new line of laptops and smartphones, period, exclamation point. For many years, it, it just keeps on going like this, and it's and it's like there's a non-disclosure well, agreement they want us to sign, and it's like, and carefully study our video and inform me about your decision. Insert our video or create your own. We will pay. Good on you for not fun. going along with it. Why would I go along with something that can't even capitalize the subject line? It's lowercase o offer capital X Xiaomi. I'm not. I'm not doing that. If you're if you're a big if you're a content creator, whether you're small or big, or so, well, sort of sort of in the range where you need. Or you would you're sort of, you're having sponsors. Don't don't go with the, these people. I've forgotten what their name is already, but oh well. Um, anyway, uh, nothing interesting happened really in my life of report. Um, I wish any- nothing interesting had happened. Anyway, I think at the thirteen minute twelve mark, we can say hello, welcome to uh, Series 5, Episode 4 of Your Time Starts Now, a Taskmaster podcast. I, residue around the hoof. I am Emerson. I am Joe. And uh, let's go. Um, we haven't actually planned in advance who's going to be taking which task. Um, uh, you can do the uh, prize task if you want to. Um, okay. Um I swear I always do the prize tasks, but oh well. I've always thought that I do always do the prize tasks, so <laughs> we sh- we should plan this and we should plan this more. In Next advance. time we should do it at the same time. We should talk. We should just talk over each other. Uh, oh, we, we could do it so like um, you've got me coming out through one headphone and you coming out through the other. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> So then the, the people will have to like take the 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 their headphone turn, out. Turn listen. your balance fader all the way to one side for the Joe commentary, and all the way to the other for the Emerson commentary. Uh, not not today. Maybe another day. Anyway, uh, Taskmaster Series Five Episode Four: Residue Around the Hoof, or is it Hoof or Hoof? Hoof. I Bob. This is a Bob Mortimer quote. In case you couldn't guess, <laughs> but it's a. Uh, it's. I think. He I says think it, it depends on where you're from. I used to say, "hoof," but I've sort of transferred to saying "hoof." I've usually just said "hoof." I'm not. Maybe it's all the American TV TV I've consumed. Maybe. Like I don't. I I, I still say because like I know people say the the double O sound effect. It sounds like either "o" uh or "oon," so it's like the "o" uh as in book. Or the ooh is oh, in moon. Oh no, you you've got to give up on pronunciation rules if you're in the United States. You gotta go with local customs. There's a town about oh ten miles from where I live right oh, now. Oh god. It is spelled okay. There before is before you borough, complain about if you before you complain no, no, no. about town spelling in your country. No 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 no. That's what about what things saying. like it Worcestershire? No. Did I just say Shire? Worcestershire. No, no, hold on. No, no, hold on. You're gonna love this. There is a borough in London. Where the mean time is. What is its pronunciation? Greenwich. Okay. About 15 miles away from me. Where I mailed your birthday present card out. Because I had to drive through it for something. I mailed it from that city's post office. The city of Greenwich, Ohio. Actually, village of Greenwich. 
spelled the exact same way. G-R-E-E-N-W-I-C-H. The small village with like a fat with like two thousand people, if that. Are you complaining at the um, the way it's spelled in uh, America or England or the UK? In the way it's it's spelled in America, I it's pronounced well, it's in America. Pronounced, it's, sorry, it's, but yeah, it's it's Greenwich. Also, I'm also really mad about this because I also live near the town of Milan, Ohio, not Milan, Milan, which is. Do you I think? Do you think if it's if you? I think a basic rule of thumb should be the most common uh, or the most famous location that has that common name should be how all other locations of the same name are pronounced, or would that sort of take away the uniqueness of it? No, because you have to understand that being different is how these people like to differentiate themselves. So th- at no point would they ever actually go along with that. Uh, okay. Um, price task. Um, uh, but first banter. Um, Alex hasn't seen his children uh, who, uh, in a year. <laughs> no, no, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. Alex's kids, which we've established, and he has seen them uh, this year. I, I say this year, the year the show takes place in. Uh, he claims he has two boys and a, a, a boy, so he claims he has three sons. And Greg calls Alex a bad dad, which I thought was a bit harsh. So did the audience. Uh, also, things to note outside of the banter um, is that the floral shirt count is again at two. Ashling and Sally are both wearing lovely floral print shirts. A uh, shirt for Ashling, a dress for Sally. Next series, shall we have a jingle uh, for the floral shirt count? Like Yes, the the floral shirt count. Da, 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 da. Yes, with like with like faux Hawaiian or Polynesian music, like da da, da like the like the ones you always he- associate mm. with Hawaii. Yeah. Also, I'm planning to. Um, I had this fun idea where where I could like uh, change what I say during the Taskmaster Joe jingle. So it's like it's the same music, but I change what I say in it. Oh, cool. By that, I mean, so it's like, instead of saying, to Taskmaster Joe, I could say something like, yeah, yeah, your mother's a hoe. No, no, no. What you should do is you should localize it to different languages. So like, to-to-to-to-to-meister Joe. Or something like Oh, I should have done that. I should have done talk to meister Joe when it was... Yeah, when it was that. Uh-huh. Oh, well, I don't have that time. Um, yep. we'll find uh, a, we'll find a way. Uh, I deserve a segment as well. Um, uh, we'll have to come up with one. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, the prize task is the most extraordinary souvenir and, um, uh, Sally's up first and she has brought in, uh, ABBA Monopoly. And, uh, this comment by Greg, uh, the comment by why Greg is not a big fan of it has aged not very well, I think. No, 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 no. I I have opinions on this. I have opinions so on ABBA. Let me say. Let me say. Uh, Greg says that he is he's okay with ABBA's music, but he is annoyed that they have not that they will not reform. And this or comment, they're like they're they're will they or won't theying, which is yeah. obviously out of date. Yeah, this comment age didn't age very well because uh, ABBA got together again. Well, technically, they oh. quote unquote reformed. 
in okay. 2016, but they didn't like release music until okay. last year. So what ABBA did is they released their newest album called Voyage or maybe Voyage. And it's I haven't listened to it and I don't really intend okay. to. It's okay. And I'm really annoyed by that because I have been waiting for a new ABBA album for my entire life. And do you know what I want in an ABBA album? I want an ABBA album that grabs you by the serotonin and slams your head into the wall, like like Dancing Queen or Mamma Mia or Voulez-Vous or any of the all other the, songs. That, all the like classic ABBA songs are, and, are iconic. Those are yeah, songs that or, cannot be And matched. do you know what those songs didn't do? Any of that. Nothing on that song except for one. And I cannot remember for the is this songs on the voyage album or the yes no none of the songs on the abba voyage album except i think don't shut me down or were actually any good i i did not in like they were just like okay they were just sort of like second tier songs but the problem is that and the only one that wasn't was i believe it's uh can't shut me down don't shut me down which I want to, yeah, I think it was Don't Shut Me Down, or maybe it was uh, something else, but they recorded that one during the Voulez-Vous recording sessions in the 70s, so, which is oh, why so it actually, which is why, why it's quite just, good. And they never released it, and it was just really, just a notion, just a notion was recorded in 1979 along with the rest of the Voulez-Vous album, and never got released until 2021. And that's why Justin Ocean is the best song on the album. And and it's obvious, which is not saying anything, because Justin Ocean is like, if you put it on like a Best of ABBA CD, on a Best of ABBA CD compilation, it would be on like the back of disc three. Because it is not like nearly as good as anything else that ABBA has done in ages. Is ABBA very popular in the states? Yes, ABBA is disco. It, ABBA is like the er example of Euro disco. Yeah, because obviously, like, yeah, ABBA is very obviously it's very very popular in Europe and yeah so i thought that there's been a like, running production of mama mia in new york and las vegas for like 20 years yeah the mama the mama mia musical is i've not seen it yeah i i've i've, I've not seen the broadway show i saw the first movie not seen the I second saw, one the second movie is great the second movie is great because you think that for about the first half of the movie that they just it's just a shitty sequel where they can only afford Pierce Brosnan because you know spoiler alerts for Mamma Mia 2 here we go actually, again please don't um, please don't spoil it because i you're, okay. you're saying i want i you saying it's good actually makes me want to see it okay well just the only thing is that half of the cast doesn't show up for half of the movie and it's it actually works out great in the film but you get this moment where it's like where you you've been thinking for the entire movie, oh, they could only afford Pierce Brosnan, and then suddenly everybody else comes into the film, and it's like, oh shit, this is a storytelling decision, not a budget decision. Um, and yeah, and um, it's actually it was it was really good. We I could really spend like, ages talking about 
Abba. When the, when the um five car five hour bonus ramble episode between us comes yeah. out, um, in which I will do no no editing for other than fixing our voices, um, we could discuss something there. I'd love to do okay. just like well, a last last thing on on Abba on Mamma Mia or Abba in general is that. This is a fun little fact because I don't think many people know this. Is that the song order that the music that the musical goes in is actually almost perfectly aligned with the track list on the eight track version of ABBA Arrival, which is like one of their first mainstream albums. Oh, okay, oh, I, I'm not sure if it's like the cassette version, but I happen to own the eight track tape of ABBA Arrival, and it starts with "When I Kissed the Teacher" and proceeds in line with the songs in the film how fascinating i haven't seen the original mamma mia film in a very long time but maybe i should rewatch it uh mark watson mark watson yes has brought in a uh q8 Holy t-shirt shit. and the funny thing about it is that he wasn't allowed into q8 so he bought the t-shirt from ebay instead um why so he wasn't he allowed into q8 does he ever say do we ever hear about that I don't, I, I don't think we do. Um, like, does he ever mention it anywhere else? No, I don't think he does, actually. Huh. Um, but I think it's funny. It's amazing how we can find tangents to go on about one person and not many for another. Yeah. Um, so, sorry we didn't have enough much to say about your T-shirt, Mark, but it's just like... Um, it's with, a fun with Abba, T-shirt. Yeah, but with something like Abba Monopoly, there's so many uh, branching paths... Well, the interesting, the the only thing, the problem with the t-shirt is that he says, I wasn't allowed into Kuwait, and there's got to be a good story in that, and then he just doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't go Very into true. it, which which eliminates a lot of our possibilities, because I yeah, I got nothing else. I got no idea. Um, Nish uh, has, he, Nish sets this up, um, I would say very badly because Greg. Can, can we just can we drop the soundbite of what he of what of how that first goes? Uh, yeah, we can do. Uh, I have bought in a single leaf. Shit, Bob, what have you bought? <laughs> um, so what Nish has actually brought in is a single man-made leaf from the set of the Lord of the Rings, which Nish just stole. Um, he when went he went to that turned New Zealand, into like a tourist attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, fun fact, when Nish went to um, uh, go to the Lord of the Rings set to get that leaf, uh, he ran into his New Zealand twin, David Correos. Really? No, I'm just making that up. Oh, um, okay. Bob, what, are you sad? No, no, no. I was I was just like, I was wondering where you heard that from. And it's like, okay, no, that was just a joke. Moving on. Yeah. Because I've said numerous times that David Correos and Nish Kumar have a lot yeah. in common. Um, Bob has brought in a giant stuffed Woody Woodpecker uh, that he wanted like a, a holiday park in Spain. Is yeah. it Spain? Um, yeah, he did say Spain. He equi- It's the equivalent of Butlins. Do you know what Butlins is? Yes, I do. I mean, yes, I do. I mean, as an American obsessed with British culture, I'd assume you w- you would have known. No, actually, fun fact: I learned about it because James May in has written several books on various things, on like how to do these improbable things, and one of his how to do this guides was how to tunnel out of Butlins like it's the Great Escape. 
Um, the That's thing, an, I think, how to land an A330 Airbus and other skills for the modern man. Mm. I it's have a, been a, to, because um, my family is extremely middle class. Um, we have two houses. Well, we have two family-owned houses. One is um, in London, um, and the other is in the county of Somerset. Okay. You, 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 you've got to, it's in the West Country, kind of. I, I don't know where Somerset is. I'm like trying. It's basically two. It's like two to three hours, maybe four on a bad day, west of London. Okay, is that near Skegness? Is that near Butlins? Well, um, it's basically, um, it's on the coast and directly opposite is, uh, uh, there's a body of water and just beyond that is, uh, South Wales. Okay. That, that should give you a sort of rough idea of where it could be. And there was, there was a, there was a Butlins in the town nearby, which I went to a couple of times. Uh, it was fun. It's fun when you're under the age of 13. As you get older, you okay. lose. Uh, it was less for me. They had a cinema though, but it was one of those pretty mess cinemas where it, it, it would show films that were out at the time, but it would never screen more than uh, two films in a two different films in a single day. Okay, like it would show like one film at like eleven in the morning, another film at. Uh, two in the afternoon and then the first film at like five in the afternoon okay um but bob um won this at the holiday park park and he did so for how did he do it for like how long did he spend five five days it took him. five days and uh if you he said something about um uh i'll just drop the soundbite in here uh he mentioned something about winning the big fucker yeah uh okay um my, Hold on. You know, I've Hang been on. to these sort of... Oh. Hold on, I just want to do the click to get us back in. And um, I took my kids to, um, like, Butlins in south of Spain, and they wanted that. <laughs> and you know when your kids are young, you want to make their dreams come true. <laughs> so I spent five days <laughs> trying to get that one, because it was the ping-pongs, but there was one ping-pong right at the top. If you get that, you got the big fucker. <laughs> and I just want to, like, say that... When I go to these places, because I've been to these kinds of places with my mom, after a while, she just gets feds up and just fucking buys them. She's like, how much? How much? I'll just buy it. No no skill. Money. Mm. If you if you see a prize, uh, the, if just it, it, don't, don't, don't give your money to these people at fairs to win prizes. Even if you get lucky, it's probably after several tries. You're better off just buying the thing. Yeah, go on Alibaba and just buy a, a gross amount of them from uh and that's or AliExpress. AliExpress, Alibaba. AliExpress is very are. popular in Spain actually, but that's another story. Uh Ashling has brought in her genuine oh. baby teeth which her mother kept from her as a child. That's not a souvenir. I don't understand what that's supposed to be other than creepy. Uh, well, are you do you understand what a souvenir is? Is it I think I don't because I a souvenir is a I I'm going to absolutely murder Siri. Um, A souvenir is a memento, so it's something that you bring with you. Some something you bring with. Basically, it's a reminder, 
kind of. So it's like a souvenir ah. when you go to, if you went on holiday to um, Australia, for example, a souvenir might be um, a, a fridge magnet with the Sydney Opera House on it. Uh, but I have it, that. Okay, fair I enough. But a souvenir end, so. could also be um, um, like... A, Do you want to know it, where I got it? In the Sydney Opera House gift shop. That's exactly what a souvenir is. I just made that up on the spot. It's not that impressive. But also, I mean, it's no, impressive it's, you had in, it. But in I, in my he- in my head, a souvenir is only something you get on like vacation or something. No, a souvenir a can also be a, mem- a souvenir can be a memento as well. So, like, if you still had like your favorite stuffed animal from when you were a child, that is a souvenir from your childhood. Yeah, but it's all. Yeah, but I get okay. Fine, Ashling having her own teeth is still creepy. It is creepy, but it still wins her five points. Yeah, not for me. Um. Oh yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear Taskmaster Joe on this, and I can't wait to rattle through the rest of the task because we spent so long talking about the prize task. But anyway, uh, Ashling B gets five points for her creepy mother. Uh, Nish's uh, Lord of the Rings leaf gets four. Uh, Abba Monopoly from Sally gets three. Uh, Mark's Q8 shirt gets two. And uh, Woody Woodpecker from Bob gets one. Okay, drop the Taskmaster Joe. Drop the Took to Meister Joe theme. Nah, it's just Taskmaster Joe. Sorry. Sorry to disappoint you all. Taskmaster Joe. So, yeah, there is a five involved in with Ashling, and it's what place she's in last. Mark. Because that's fucking creepy. Listen, I I guess that can be a souvenir from her mom. I that's not her. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's fucking weird. I want it down. Go away. Uh, f- fourth, Mark Watson. If you had a good story to go along with the souvenir, you might have gotten higher, but you didn't. Sally, third place, because I again, w- she actually didn't say what it was a souvenir from. But I, I am giving her higher up than the other two, mainly because you just get a deep little glimpse into Sally's mind because she says that she brought it in mainly to make Greg sneer, which she'll hopefully find sexually arousing, mm. which I'm so concerned by. And it's but it's like, you know, we're just going to put that third place nice and easy Uh Nish gets second because that's actually good. At Nish gets first. I'm sorry. Nish gets first. I I misread my own hand, my own notes, and then Bob gets second because Bob the thing is extraordinary to him and it's really cool. And then Nish gets first because, well, listen, it's the only thing I would consider to be an actual extraordinary souvenir. Okay. Um, okay, you can take the very first task, which is yes, uh, task um, me an exceedingly um, in- English speaking Commonwealth thing. Make Marmite. Yeah, what is Marmite exactly? Um, Marmite is very hard to describe. It's made of like beef extract or yeast extract, and it's it's basically. Marmite in this country has become the definitive word for something that people either love or hate. That's why Alex says you will either love this task or you'll hate it because people generally either love or hate Marmite. 
And so if you would describe a situation like, um, as if you describe a situation as very Marmite, it's either you love it or you hate it. Like for some people, clubbing is very Marmite because you either love it or you hate That's it. Fascinating. Um, also, I would like to just take this brief moment to give a shout out. Um, while uh, we were on our unscheduled break, the there is a new website that launched, uh, taskmaster.info, which was launched by a guy named Carl Craven. He posted about oh, yeah, Taskmaster. I think I did hear about this. Taskmaster I briefly looked at it, but yeah. This is an exhaustive breakdown of everything Taskmaster. Uh has like episode titles, point descriptions, task descriptions. You know, like how I've been pausing the the show to write down verbatim what people say what, when they what's read it called, task, Sorry, Taskmaster info. And I've been writing down people's like verbatim descriptions of the task. I don't have to do that anymore. I can just go on Taskmaster info and copy paste it into my notes. This place is great. This is by Kevin Craven. He is. It's a he's a guy on Reddit. I really, really enjoy this. This is it's a really good site, chock full of spoilers. Covers every Taskmaster show done to date, including has shitloads of extra tasks that may that may or may not have made it to air. Covers everything else. Uh, Alex Horn follows them on Twitter. I would definitely recommend. Okay, if you're listening to this podcast. You're gonna like this website. Just go on there. Will it check it out? Do you think I will have to? Will we? Will we keep up to making notes if we if this website exists? Yes. Yes. I thought I wouldn't have to, but it actually doesn't say fucking anything about the tasks themselves. Uh, okay. Like, like it says, like, like for today's episode, it actually, like. We go into, uh, oh God, let's just go into task one for the, not task one, for the uh, for the extraordinary souvenir. There is literally no information about what the tasks are other than mm. like a picture. Uh, who have, what, what was the person who made this website called again? His name is Ke- Carl Craven. Carl with a K. Carl Craven. Um, we are giving constructive feedback. We are not... Um, diminishing in any sense of the word oh no this is amazing this This is an amazing website if you don't have the time to write down verbatim uh notes of what the tasks do we more than understand yeah yeah. i i'm also willing to donate my notes that i've taken for every episode although to be fair i mean we would probably have to do it anyway but the fact that we have to take our own notes would encourage us to watch the episodes yeah, I've thought about trying mm. to do this without actually watching the episode. But Should we talk I about making Marmite? Yes, yes, I'm sorry. So uh, this is filmed a little bit weirdly because... I think this everyone- is this is the only task I've been genuinely repulsed by. Well, th- actually, what's really interesting about this whole episode in general is how they do a lot of these smaller tasks where... It doesn't. We're like everybody's shown yeah, all. There are a lot of tasks in this episode. There like, are. There, there are a lot of subtasks. Shown, yeah. Every there's a tiebreak task. There's a sub. There are subtasks. There are subtasks. Everyone is shown all together. A lot of the like, time, it tasks about sneeze the fartest are quite going to be quite hard. Like especially the sneeze the fartest yeah. task. That's going to be quite hard to talk about. I mean, I I've got some stuff to say about it, but uh, mm. we have for uh, anyway. Let's make Marmite. Yes. Um, 
So we have some questions from the contestants. Uh, what is yeast? Is Bovril involved? Bob wants to wither a cow for 40 days. <laughs> Nish is considering just taking a shit in a jar. Sally is getting drunk. And Nish also wants to use actual Marmite in his Marmite. Uh, Greg says this wonderful line, if you use Marmite, I will be on you like a puma, my friend. Well, he says uh, puma. Then, puma. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, it's all anyway, down to pronunciation, but yeah. Yeah. That's the title of this episode, Pronunciation. Nah. So many... Okay. I don't um, like then... We'll see if something better comes okay. up. Then we get a brief montage of actually making the Marmite because, again, everything's just shown all together in this episode a lot of the time. Uh, so yeah. So it's hard to talk about people individually. Various ingredients include salt plus the memories of meat. No points if you can't, you can guess who that's from. Uh, Sally just pours booze into jars. Mark tries just, just in general. Uh, Ashling gets Bovril. All of these look vile and uh, Ku Marmite. Which uh, is. I still, think Nish, I still think Nish Kumark Watson is better than Woomar. Maybe. Uh, anyways. Should I tell you why this on... task disgusts me? Are you. Are you. Are you. Fam how familiar are you with Marmite? I've never observed Marmite. Okay. Let me tell you why this task repulses me marmite itself is quite thick in texture so it's sort of like um it's it's not like golden it's not like treacle or golden syrup where you can pour it easily it's one of those spreadable things it's like, like you tell yeah, it's obviously it, it tastes nothing like nutella but it's similar in the sense where you have to stick a knife into it and then spread it onto whatever, onto whatever, right? Yeah. So I find it extremely uncomfortable when I see Marmite that is inconsistent in texture made by these people and is extremely liquidy. I, yeah. Because yeah, I, when something that is supposed to be quite thick, like Marmite or Nutella, is really really liquidy it makes you feel uncomfortable I, I i don't think i would have ever thought of it that way i don't and also it's the color of marmite that doesn't help it it's so when you've got like this really uh liquidy brown stuff in a jar that's just floating around casually it looks disgusting it looks well, like, and I, I don't want to say this in this, I, I never wanted to resort to saying this word at all, but it looks like diarrhea. Okay, I'm just going to say I, I it. was going to say, in my, it, it all of these, well, except Sally's, uh, do look like varying forms of poop. They just do. <laughs> yes, that that's why it looks disgusting. Yeah, no, it's, I I totally agree with what you were saying. Um, also, I totally forgot to actually say what the task brief was for this one. Uh, it is make Marmite. You have 10 minutes to select your ingredients, then 10 minutes to make your Marmite. Best Marmite wins. Your time starts now. Um, Ashlings is 
very hot and doesn't smell like Marmite. Selling point is it's edible. It tastes like bar Marmite. Although and a little- he does, although to be fair, Alex does say afterwards, off behind Ashling's back, that it tasted fuck all like Marmite. Yes, it tastes like Bavro and a little like Marmite. Ashling intimidates Alex throughout the remainder of the studio segments because she is mad at him over this, and he seems to be genuinely afraid of her. Uh, it looked like baby poop. Um, um, uh, Mark's is very get, liquidy. Th- and... Then we get the Mark Might. Uh, it is very runny, and the audience goes, oh. Uh, the texture is, quote, appalling, but it does, in fact, taste like Marmite, much to Alex's shock. Um, then we get Bob Marmite's Marmite. It's very brown. Looks like literal shit. 24 beef oxo cubes it used. Yes, 24 beef oxo cubes. However, Alex would probably have guessed it was Marmite if his eyes were closed, Bob didn't want the beef to dominate and yet and so restrained himself to just the 24 oxo cubes. How that makes it taste like like Marmite. Marmite, I don't understand. Uh oh, then, Nish. Nish. Then we get Nishku Marmite. The texture uh, of Nish's is awful. Like it, literally, yeah. it's horrific. No, 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 hold on. It's, hold on. That is not the the sense that concerns me. Nish it's claims Nish, it's not a million Nish miles away it. from Marmite. Uh, Nish Alex smells it and is sick. Al- yes, Nish does retch when he smells it. Um, Alex <laughs> you know. says that it's, first of all, very hot, and the sound is worrying. Yes, when that's why. your food sounds concerning, that's bad. That's why I said Marmite is not supposed to be very liquidy. Yes. So when you uh, it rushes around in the container, that's worrying for me. Yes. Um Noti- other notable things, uh, they poured it instead of spread it, and Bob went, oh, fuck, in the studio. Uh, uh, I, I've, really, I've gone, oh, fuck, several times. You can really taste the vinegar and the Marmite. Uh, it was liquid, lumpy, and very, very hot, <laughs> and yet Alex actually really liked it. Uh, and then finally, we get Sally, who did so many jars of Marmite that we only get to see two of them. Uh, the first one is a bright blue liquid that isn't Marmite. It's, it's just, just absinthe, yeah. which it's Alex just pours on toast. And can we just have the sound bite of him biting into it? Because it can't do justice. We can do. I- <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that, and um, uh, he turned bright purple and couldn't speak for 20 minutes. <laughs> Following up by that uh, is what Sally deems to be the best Marmite, which has a free toy in the form of a, like, honk horn, and one of those, like, a horn. like Clown horns. Honk. A clown horn, yes. It looks like jam. There's a lot going on. Uh, the third Marmite was shown but in the, like, overall picture, but uh, we didn't see what it was. Um uh, Sally, Sally, uh, Greg says that Sally misunderstood the task and instead showed Alex the time of his life instead of making Marmite. Uh, the points breakdown is, uh, Bob gets five. Uh, Nish, yeah, Nish, Nish is nothing. DQ'd Sally, because he actually used Marmite. Well, a- 
actually, this is very interesting. Uh, Greg didn't say he was DQ'd. Greg said he comes in last with zero points, which I'm assuming is a DQ. But it's very interesting mm. that he didn't like actually say the word disqualification. I was just looking at the. Uh, I was obviously listening to the episode, but I was also looking at the uh, wiki, the Taskmaster wiki. Yeah. For this, so it might have said Nish was DQ'd, but Nish used yeah. actual Marmite, so hence why he gets no yeah. points. Sally yeah. got two. Um, unsurprisingly, uh, Ashley gets three. Fuck all like Marmite, and she gets third. Uh, Mark gets and she gets pissed at Alex. Oh, she gets so mad. Yeah, Ashling will like Ashling wants to assert some sort of dominance over Alex, especially after that special cuddle task. Mm -hmm. Um, do you want to do Taskmaster Joe? It's. I don't know what Marmite tastes like. Um, I can't do this one. The closest I've had to it is when I was in Australia. I tried Vegemite. It tasted like death. I don't have anything <laughs> else to know of. Oh, is that the title? It tasted like death. Yes, sure. Although we might have to. No, 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 no. Thinking. Fuck the algorithm. Fuck the algorithm. We're gonna call it. It tasted like death. <laughs> okay. Um, and I mean, we don't even make any money from it. Oh. it, no. it I'll, I'll, we'll say, we'll just say that if the algorithm does attack us, which if it does, fuck the, al fuck you algorithm. Um, it tasted like perish so that both it, titles it, can work. It okay. It tasted like death. <laughs> I'm going to send that to you in discord. So we have that written down as an actual memo. <laughs> it tasted. It tasted like death. <laughs> I, I there mean, we go. I knew people. I know Vegemite is very similar to Marmite in the sense that people either love it or hate it. But I've never had anyone describe it like that. I tried it in the same way. I put it on toast at breakfast, and it tasted like fucking death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... If we had a Taskmaster Emerson jingle, I would do one. But I honestly, I'm just going to say this right now. If we had Taskmaster Emerson, all of these would get no points. <laughs> because this task genuinely disgusted me. Wow. Because, like Alex said, when you, like you, like Alex, like what Alex said, like what you said, when your food, the noise your food makes sounds bad, you know you've done fucked up. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. I get to talk about this task, and I'm very excited. Uh, VT Task 2, do something remarkable, synchronized. And uh, one of my notes is on Mark tries to copy Nish's walk. But Nish, and I can, I, as a drama student, I can uh, back Nish up on this comment. Uh, um, when someone is uh, knowingly copying your walk, you walk like you've got severe hemorrhoids. And this is 100% true. Because as a drama student, we um, we don't do it as much anymore. But we used to do this exercise where you had to um, uh, pick someone in the room. And you had to copy their movements. Hmm. So, for instance, let's say... Um, so I say, for instance, me and you were in a drama class and we did this exercise and I was copying your movements. Someone else in the class who would be copying, um, who chosen me to copy my movements would be copying me 
copying your movements. So as you can see, it gets more and more complicated and fun. This is when I start torturing you guys by like doing splits and stuff, right? Can you actually do the splits? I can do 90% of the way to a full split, if not more. I'm very flexible for considering how large I am. I'm I'm genuinely impressed. Oh yeah, no, I can do I can do it's it's apparently it's something that most people can't do. I mean I'm learning how to do I can I can I don't want to say pole dance, but I can do stuff on a pole. I can go upside down on a pole. Um which is kind of impressive. Anyway, um uh Woobar, or as I shall call them, Nish Kumar Watson, um uh, do a very Laurel and Hardy-esque thing where they're both like, it's kind of like a grainy film. They put on the iconic um, Laurel and Hardy bowler hats and they needlessly overcomplicated it, is all I can say. This was so bad. <laughs> it, it was so bad. I mean, Greg described them as uh, clowns. And yeah. also, that was hold on. appropriate. Hold on, I've got another idea. Woo Marmite. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you know, I mean, but see, that's not fair because uh, if they were called Wu Marmite, that meant you either loved them or hated them. But as oh. as bad as they were, uh, the Wu Marjuro or also is unanimously fact, loved. Is, also, fun fact, this is actually where Sorry? the Wu Mar name came from because... Uh, this is where the Woomar name came from because uh, Nish says it as they walk into the room at the beginning. Okay. Also, did um did you we actually say what the full task brief was? No, I just okay. It is do something remarkable synchronized. You have you a maximum that. of thirty minutes. Most remarkably synchronized behavior wins. Your time mm. starts now. Um. Okay. Um. So we've talked about Mark and Nish. Uh, they basically prepared breakfast, doing shots of honey and eating something. Was it an egg? Also, it was a banana. Okay, a so banana. They it was a banana. Toast into a toaster, then ate a banana, breakfast whiskey that Mark Watson absolutely cannot keep down, and then uh, did a shot of honey before the toast popped up, but they did not eat it. In other words, needlessly overcomplicated. Um, ne- they were never in sync. Exactly. <laughs> they were never in sync. Um, I guess they're not Justin Timberlake then. Nope. I was I was trying to come up with a joke for that too. I, I couldn't get it there. Um, it's, it's not Donnie Wahlberg or Brian Luttrell because they were never in sync. Donnie Wahlberg was in uh Donnie 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 Wahlberg was in New Kids on the Block and New Brian Kids Lutt- on the Block. and Brian Latrell's from the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I was going to say they're uh I guess Woomar is in the Backstreet Boys or, um, they weren't in sync. or it's not Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees either. Yeah, I only know Nick Lachey cuz he uh hosts Love is Blind which is on Netflix. I'm I'm glad that we can make these boy band jokes. Ne- YouTube recently started hard recommending me like 90s boy band music and I'm like this is super not my jam cuz I think I googled the Britney Britney Spears after uh the after she got out of her conservatorship and 
it started like, oh, you have an interest in 90s music. Well, motherfucker, don't I have some songs for you? I mean, I'm going to be perfectly then, honest. On my personal playlist, I do have several Britney, Backstreet, and InSync songs. Oh, so do I now, because as it turns out, you know, I didn't think they were my jam, and they sure are. And I mean, like, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys is an iconic song. Actually, the one I really like is The Call. Mm, not heard that one. I think it's it's, like, it's actually UK, really fun, but the music video is fucking wild. Every person in the UK seems to know I Want It That Way. So when the Backstreet Boys come to perform in the UK, it's sort of like, it's obviously it's one of their flagship songs, but it'll always be like the one that gets people going the most. Interesting. Um, anyway, um, uh, not quite a boy band, but uh, the Bob, Sally and Ashling band. Um, they, uh, I had it as the adults plus Ashling. Yeah. Um, they rehearsed for 15 minutes and recorded Sally giving instructions. Um, this was a better route in my opinion, because, um, there was nothing to say they couldn't record, uh, instructions. So that was kind of like a, that was kind of like a nice little loophole. Um, uh, but it, it, it was definitely within the rules. It was never debated whatsoever. And then one of my favorite moments ever is Bob Waterman endlessly cocking it up. Yeah, Bob just slowly gets more and more out of sync, and the audience like, wait, wait, is fucking he, howling. <laughs> like what I love is um when Bob's fate when Bob makes it because like he does a back step or something or he crosses back the wrong way. Either way, he doesn't do the right move, and you can see the look on his face go, "Oh fuck, I've messed up," and all his confidence just goes away immediately. And then my he favorite. Even- he couldn't even remember. My he, favorite part of it is the tea spit. I was about to go with that. He couldn't even remember to keep the tea in his mouth. And then Bob, rightly so, uh, proclaims once it's all over. I was fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really like that he was supposed to. It, it's, it's just really funny at mm. watching him go further and further out of sync. But <laughs> he uh, just lost confidence in himself. Anyway, um. Bob's incredibly lucky because his team get three points, uh, whereas Wumar get two each. Um, I think you can't do Taskmaster Joe because the outcome is exceedingly obvious. Nah, I I would give Wumar less points, but who gives a shit? I mean, you'd have to um, give out five points in total. So the only thing you could get is you you would have to give the team of four, three, four points. I could totally just not give out points to certain people. I don't have to give out anything. Um, anyway, um, now, yeah. sh- um, do you want to cover the entire of this next yeah. task? Yes. Or do you want yes, to? I oh, would. you just want to do the first. Okay. Yeah. You want because to do the entire it, you task. Can't, you can't do one without the other. Fair enough. Um, uh, okay. So, okay. So we walk into the yard of the Taskmaster house and there is a cucumber. There, no, there's no cucumber. There's a balloon on the, on a table in front of a chair in the yard and then some distance away by the fence there is Alex holding up his iPad with a full like room set up it's got a f- bunch of stuff there's a dummy in a sleeping bag there's a tarp as a backdrop there's shelves and a rug and ba 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 there's a bunch of stuff put on the bu- the task is wearing this blindfold 
blow up this balloon so that its circumference is the same as the length of a standard cucumber. You have one minute. Your time starts when Alex blows his whistle. What that means, because none of them seem to understand it, is as the balloon must be as wide across as a cucumber is long. That is what they're aiming for. None of them really seem to get it. Ashling couldn't blow up the balloon for some reason. Also, Bob's Satsuma that's been appearing in the background of shots with him all season is there when he's there. Um, when they take off the blindfold, another task has appeared in front of them, which reads as follows. Spot the difference. Have a look at the scene in front of you and explain exactly what's changed since you put the blindfold on. You have two minutes. Your time starts now. Um, now, what's very interesting about this is that Nish actually did comment on the scene that Alex had made before and never did anything. Nobody seemed to go over and inspect it. And then critically, when they were told to find the differences, everybody sat their bitch asses down on the chair where they were across the yard where you can't see fucking anything and managed and just did it from there. Nothing said they couldn't stand up. That's very, very true. But and, um, it's like that's a common thing with Taskmaster. You, yeah. Oh, yes. You don't seem to realize that you can. Yeah. Because like, Alex always says all the information is on the task. So mm-hmm. it never says in the task that you can leave your seat. If there's something yeah. you can't do, it will say it in the task. Yeah. But um, anyways, so there's a bunch of differences. Do we just want to play the soundbite for that or do you want me to do it? Um. It'll save editing, so I, I wrote them down verbatim. So I, I did too. It'll save I, time if you just want to rattle. Okay. Them off. So they put a beard on the dummy. They replaced a lamp on the on the shelves with a duck, a big rubber duck. Uh, the flowers on the table were replaced by a potato. A stuffed animal was swapped out. Uh, squirrel uh, for a, cat. a stuffed squirrel for a stuffed cat. Yeah, yeah. A st- squirrel for a cat. Uh, the sign, a uh, sign that said pots was replaced by one that said spot. I like the that because it's was, become it's a spot the difference yeah. game. Yep. Uh, the rug was turned completely around, so the pattern's now upside down. Yeah. Um, Alex was replaced. Uh, the tarp background was changed to a completely different colored tarp. And uh, there's a the different. Wall- Alex is wearing a different hat. Yes, Alex is wearing a different hat, and the Alex in quotation water- marks. Yeah, and the bottle of water next to the flowers has been replaced with a bottle of wine. Also, um, um, sorry, can I just say, I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but right before the uh, break into the first, the final ad break, Alex is replaced by his stunt double in the studio for the guy the guy who was Alex's stunt double in this task. No shit, I Alex. hadn't noticed. No. I go, was thinking. Go back and watch the episode. Go right to the fourth commercial break and watch. I was thinking that they must have done something because it was like they wouldn't do that. Where? Uh, do you want me to take over for a little bit? No, 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 no. Hold on, we can edit this out. This is. I knew they were going to do something. I fucking knew it. Oh shit! Oh shit! They did. You're lost for words, aren't you? Oh my god! No, no, I'm, I'm. Oh wow! They replaced him like mid-sentence. No, I mean no, I mean like the camera cuts away from them and then it cuts back to Greg. Yeah. And yet th- then it's um Alex's double. And I think the the whole oh point my of, God. the reason yeah, that was done were... is because 
not a lot of people noticed Alex had swapped out, especially Mark. Yeah. So they were trying to catch us it, out here. Yeah, no, because they record the commercial bump separately. Actually, while we're taking a moment to do the commercial thing, um, the whole commercial things this episode has been Alex wearing um, uh, basket, but playing basketball where he's throwing a basketball into a hoop. Yeah. He has the different numbers of the commercial break on his back. Mm. And on the fourth one, he has a watermelon instead of a basketball. And it shatters on the ground. <clears throat> Roma Shrunken Nathan. <clears throat> yes. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, also, did you know Alex he, had tattoos? It doesn't surprise me. Really? No, not at all. Okay, I mean, I I knew he I I didn't I knew he had tattoos, but it wasn't from Taskmaster that I knew. I think fig, I figured that that he would. It it doesn't surprise me, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, the second part of the task. Yes, um, we um, mentioned the we mentioned all the differences. Alex being swapped yeah, out for a different nobody, guy. Nobody stands up and inspects the scene. Um, first, we see uh, the adults and Mark. They've split up Woomar for this also. Um, Alex, the real Alex, acknowledges that he's known Mark for twenty years. Yes, the reason yes, he does this known- is to um, obviously emphasize the fact that Mark didn't notice Alex had been swapped out. Nope. Uh, they each noticed two things, Mark, Sally, and Bob. Uh, yeah. What it is doesn't particularly matter. Yeah. Ashling was the only was, one who noticed yeah, it was Ashling, not Alex. Ashling and Nish got many things wrong, but Nish noticed that the uh, the dummy had a beard now, and Ashley noticed that Alex was shorter, and then was like, wait a minute, that's not Alex, which sort of makes, which is really funny. But, uh, Literally, all but I have also, in my notes, uh, it's just like, um, it's mostly as just a single sentence establishing whether or not they noticed Alex was different. And then for Nish, I just wrote, fine. Yeah. But um, also, just a very interesting point. None of them noticed that the uh, the tarp was a different color. Mm. And also, I really like the way they showed the differences on screen. They actually did a thing where they overlaid a clean plate of both the before and after shots and then used basically a very uh very easy like mask effect to show to erase over the uh the the upper layer which was the before image to reveal the uh below layer yeah it's it's a very simple thing and it worked very well also um, um greg thought that the cucumber task genuinely didn't mean anything but he was corrected by no Alex. no he he no he did know but G- bob had asked are there any points for this and greg immediately went to shut him down without thinking about it no no greg's no Al- greg alex corrects greg saying that there are actually points for this and um greg says that he genuinely thought there wasn't anything I thought he said that they're genuinely that he that he knew, but he just was immediately shutting shutting Bob down. No, I think listeners let let us know whether me or Joe is right by emailing us at ytsupport at gmail dot com. Why don't I just go? I have the episode open. All right, go and do that. Um, so their scores for the two uh, are combined, um, which means that. Um, I, I didn't combine both of those scores in my notes because I'm stupid. Hold on. At 29, like, 01, he says, yes, there is, but I just immediately went to shut him down. You've got to listen to it carefully because everyone's laughing and and Alex is talking over him, but he absolutely... Greg knows, but he just immediately went to shut down, shut down Bob. 
Oh, well, I, I like my uh, version better because it goes to show that Greg's not perfect and that he's... But Greg, and that he's not he's not actually as in control of the show as you might think. But Big Gregory is always perfect, isn't that true? I mean, I I think I'd I could I would probably square up to Greg, and then see how yeah. much taller he is than me, and then just run away. And and then you'd die. <laughs> no, he he'd take me aside like he does with Nish Kumar in a later episode, and James Acaster in a couple seasons time. And he's just like, I could, hey, 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 what have you done? What is wrong with I could you? Prob- I could probably take Greg because I've got, I'm probably about the same weight as he is. He's got a couple inches on me, but it's like. That's Greg, not Greg, is, Greg Davis is not thin. No, I, and neither am I. And I could probably take him. I, I am but, very, uh, I can, I, I am very, very skinny. But you've seen pictures of me, right? I've seen like a couple. Yeah, well, I am very. You, you you carry your extra weight quite well, so yeah. You are you are very thin. I I am aware of that. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not like skinny as hell. I've got some, for lack of a better term, meat. But I'm I'm not. Like, okay, I'm, we're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, let's keep going. Uh, did we do the scores? Uh, no, I, I wrote down the scores separately, but I have not combined yeah. them. Have you combined Spot the difference. No, no. Spot the difference. Astrid got five, Mark and Nish got four, Bob and Sally got two. This is different from what it says in the Taskmaster.info website. Carl, if you're listening to this, Mark and Nish got four. You have them getting two points per episode. I th- you, you have them getting three points per in this task. And I'm like, no, no, that's not correct. Cause I mean, I w- it says that on the wiki and also yeah, but, it's, it's how we get to the final scores, but they said fourth, they said they got four. They uh, said they got fourth. Did they mean fourth place or four points? Well, neither, well, it can't be fourth place because then they would have two points each. Well, they then they definitely Wait, said hold on, four. Hold on, they, so let me add the scores up. So, Ashling gets um, Ashling and Mark both get eight points. Uh, that's their scores combined. Nish gets four. Bob gets six, and Sally gets four. What were you saying? I was listening to the episode. I was trying to find where they. I said was that. just looking at my notes and trying to work out. Um, what the combined scores for the two were. Mark and Ashling both have eight for the two co- two parts of VT Task 3. Bob has six, and Nish and Sally both have four, according to my maths. Which might not be perfect, but you know. I'm almost, I'm 100% positive that when I listened to this, they said that, that, uh, that, uh, what's it that Mark and Nish got for here. We might just edit this bit out. I'm going to listen to this for a minute. Hold on. Where do you want me to cut it out from? Wherever it is, wherever, because I'm not going to say anything. When we start talking about it. Oh, you, oh, the bit where you want to stop talking. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm going to listen to it right now. Just cut all this bit out. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. Um, anyway, um, uh, I couldn't find it, but I maintain that I'm right. Also just to note that, um, that Ashling, has this great line about 
Alex stabbing her in the face because of the in the, in the Marmite task. Wouldn't it be stabbing her in the back? No, she says. Oh, she says face. She does say stabbing her. Yeah, sorry. Which is it's really great with her Irish accent the way she says it, the way she draws out the A in face. She he stabbed so me in my face. Yeah. That was my imitation of it. Yeah. Um, um, anyways, uh, for the v- cucumber task, uh, Mark f- 5, Bob 4, Ashling 3, Sally 2, Nish 1, and then there's Nish in it because they did the the full scores for the season and Nish is all the way at the bottom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, VT task 4. Sneeze the fastest. Um it actually says sneeze fastest wins. Your time starts now. Uh, Embroidered onto a t- onto a tea towel, which I or really a handkerchief, like. or a, I think it might be a handkerchief. Handkerchief, handkerchief, um, which would make more sense for the sneezing task. Um, I don't have a lot to say about this task, if I'm being honest. Oh, okay, so all I have to say is fake sneezes from Ashling and Sally. Yeah, and um, fake sneezes from Ashling and Sally, and then. Um, one of them is like, you can't prove we didn't do it. And Greg's like, you're the worst liar since I became a teacher. That was Ashling. Meanwhile, yeah. we have Bob yeah, he- snorting various pep- <laughs> powders. He, 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 he snorts white paper. He snorts white, pe- white pepper. Um, yeah. Nish tries it's a white similar pepper. white pepper. It's like very strong. Oh, I've never heard of that. Neither have I, have but that. apparently it's uh, the strongest yeah. type of pepper, most like. Oh, also, questions from Bob. What brings on sneezing? Jumping really high? <laughs> I mean, I've never tried it, but probably. Um, anyway, um, Mark asks if he can film a sneeze later and then proceeds to send him eight videos of him sneezing. At yes. least we saw eight Actually, videos. would like to point out, Bob did it in 10 minutes, one second. Sally and Ashling were disqualified because they did fake sneezes. Nish gave up. Yeah, he and tried a similar approach to Bob after he just stuffed flour up his nose. Yeah. And so Mark amazingly gets he, four he, points. Nish stuffed flowers and actual flour up his nose. Yeah. Like like both kinds. And then uh yeah, Mark Mark does Mark films himself. Amazing. Mark takes forty eight hours to do a time task. And amazingly still gets four amazingly still gets second place. He, yes. Mark got lucky that day, I'll say that. Um mm-hmm. so the live task, um which I'll do that, which uh oh, also Again I with the live task there's not a lot to say about it. Yeah, oh yeah, no, it's it's bullshit. Um Mark tried to make himself sneeze for 40 minutes, then promised to sneeze within 2 to 3 working days. <laughs> I love I love when people say just give random things within 2 to 3 working days. Yep. Uh so anyway, so this task Live task, stand on one leg for the longest while playing a game of Greg says, Alex says. Your raised foot must remain above the balloon at all times and must not touch any other item. Last person to pop their balloon wins. I what swear this was over in like two minutes. Oh, it was, absolutely, because uh, the game is Maybe basically even... whenever whenever Alex says, Greg says, just do yeah. it. It's like Simon and... says. So when Simon... Except you can, yeah. If Greg says, says it, you do it. If Alex says you do it, don't do it. Easy as yes, or you so, you don't have to, but um, they're also they're wearing on one foot a like sandal with spikes on it. So if they bring their foot down, they'll pop the balloon. Yep. Uh, we uh, last person to pop the balloon is out is the winner. Um, Nish has no balance, but strangely enough, Bob is out first. Yeah. Then Nish. Then there was an instruction on twerking, 
which Sally fell to at first. Mark doesn't know what twerking is and is like trying to like move his leg in some sort of fashion. And then he brings it down too far and pops the balloon anyways. Um, and so Ashton wins by default. But this brings us to a tiebreaker. Yeah, a Mark tiebreaker. and Ashling are on 24 points each. It's it's quite a high-scoring episode, actually. Two yeah. people on 24, which is a very, very high score, even for one person. Well, and then we you've have got... Seven, we have, like, seven tasks in this episode. Yeah, we do. That's fair. Uh, so the t- I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the tiebreaker yeah. task extremely quickly. Fred! Uh, we have Fred back. Well, in, in spirit. he form. He's back in paper form. Uh, Fred the Swede is back, or as I like to call him, uh, Friedrich the Swedrich. Uh, and the task is you have to throw a picture of Friedrich the Swedrich into a bin, and the person who does it in the fewest attempts uh, well, is the winner. And the difficulty here is that you have to back throw it, as in throw yeah. it over your shoulder, while maintaining eye contact with a portrait yeah. of Greg that's in front of you. Yep. Now, um... How many attempts did Ashing take? It was either 44 or 69. Those are the two uh, numbers. 66, oh. 66 attempts. And, and then Mark, Mark, Mark did, it, did in it in 15. So yes. um, no, nothing to say there. Mark Mark, uh, Mark wins. There, there, is, there is one thing. Ashling, when she finally gets it in, puts the bin on her head and does the victory dance. Uh, Ashling, Ashling desperately also, wants to believe that... The thing is, Ashling wants people to respect her really badly, but she just doesn't help herself. Nope. And then also... Like, she considers herself... Like, Ashling is a very strong feminist. Feminist. And she, as evident by her uh, coconut business lady from a few episodes ago... She also had a moment um, here where she was like, how come you're calling us the ladies? And he's like, well, I grouped the men, too, Greg Greg said. And then he's like, okay, fine. Uh... And, uh, Bob and the chicks, or, or the Bob chicks. and the hot chicks, which Ashley's like, okay, fine, I'll take that one, and and looks pretty pleased. But um, uh, yeah, she doesn't act very dignified all the time. Also, she thinks that Fred looks like a murderer. Which, in fairness, that picture wasn't the best picture. Of it, it looked like a picture. You know that front-on picture of him in the Make the Swedish Person blush yeah, task? Yeah, that's the same picture. Yeah, exactly. It, it looks like a mugshot. And with the, white, with the white background of the lab does not help. Anyway, yeah. it is currently uh, yeah, yeah, 36 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, minutes no. past midnight in the United Kingdom, where I reside. Yes, I'm sorry. Last two things they finish the episode mark wins mark wins the episode episode. uh um mark alex is told to go to sleep he pulls out a fucking dog bed from behind his chair and curls up at greg's feet and goes to sleep which is really fucking weird i'm just gonna say this now a lot of the banter alex always was greg's bitch i yes and i'm really not a fan of that from uh, the way they they play that out in the show mm. i've not like i'm always on the borderline of like this yeah. makes me uncomfortable this is really weird and then second and more on, on a more humorous note mark watson runs up on stage furiously tears into the sealed copy of abba monopoly and tries to unfold the board i guess to hoist it in the air as a trophy but it's a quad fold board he cannot fucking get it to open all the way and he's still fucking with it when the camera when they cut the episode when they've run through all the 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 credits and they cut to the like production company logo 
um, he he was unsuccessful because he is a, just a giant mm. heron in a also I should in jeans. Also, I should one final note, and then we will fuck off. Um, prior to this episode, Mark, this is the first episode Mark's won. But prior to this episode, he was actually in the lead, hmm. and he I, I, he he still is because I assume he won the episode. But that just goes to show how, um, despite not being in first, he he is consistent despite not. Uh, winning an episode prior to this and i think that's quite a good thing even though spoiler alert he doesn't win eventually anyway uh i have to go to bed because i'm tired as fuck joseph sleep i'm joseph it's been a pleasure to talk to you yes goodbye uh also no wait final final note next week is a very special our next episode is a very 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 special one should we say why sure our next episode will be our one-year anniversary episode. Yeah, we'll probably do little fanfare for it. That, that it won't be the uh, video face cam episode. That'll probably be episode one hundred, which will be a bigger milestone. But yeah, we we will definitely acknowledge it. We will be very thankful. Uh, all right, uh, fuck off, Joe. Right, right. Goodbye. Bye, Bye. Bye. Bye.